This principle of success is called the Mastermind Principle. The, 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 the Mastermind Your Life Podcast. Podcast. If you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the Mastermind Your Life Podcast. With Tolu Owoyemi. Owoyemi. Hey, 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 what's going on, Masterminders? Welcome to another episode of Mastermind Your Life. We have Destiny Brown in the house, coach to VAs and done-for-you service providers. She has tons of strategies to help you guys get to 5K, 10K plus, over 150 plus students coach. Destiny, welcome to the show. Hi, Talu. Thank you for having me. Lovely being here. Yeah, no, we we appreciate you because, you know, you have so much knowledge and, and, and wisdom and you know, helping entrepreneurs and, you know, a lot of different stages that they're in. So, um, first, I, I see here in your bio, you know, multi-CEO and digital um, nomad. Talk to us about being a multi-CEO. <laughs> okay, so for me, what it means to be a multi-CEO is basically I have a service-based business. Um, I'm also a coach to VAs and done for you service providers and I have other businesses on the side as well. I have a candle business, I have a merch business, I do invest in different types of um, currencies and cryptos and so on. So, you know, that's what it means for me. Incredible. Now, the question I have, how do you handle all those different, you know, uh, <laughs> activities? And because I feel like I can only if I do one, then it's like okay, good. But it's like if I divide myself into two or three, then it's like oh my god, what's happening? So how do you uh, keep those growing and, and keep those, you know, flourishing while at the same time taking care of like other um, businesses? Okay, so outsourcing is <laughs> the key. Delegating, knowing what your strengths are, I totally believe in just working in your superpower and that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. I focus on what I am strong at. I focus on what I am good at. And essentially, um, being a person who... Sorry, I'm close to the airport. Okay. <laughs> um, being a person who is is very good at operations, that's where my superpower is. So that's how I got started out as providing operations management as a service. So essentially, um, being able to manage myself is, is one thing that I'm actually very good at. And choosing what parts of my business I work on, what parts of my business I outsource. So I do have a team behind me. I'm not just a one-person show. Incredible. Can you talk about the early stages or your voyage into the world of entrepreneurship did you have entrepreneurial parents was maybe some relatives were they entrepreneurial what kind of got you interested to you know maybe offer services and you know start into interacting and engaging with clients okay so back in 2013 I reconnected with some friends of mine uh, I'm Jamaican by birth so I was visiting Jamaica at the time and I reconnected with some of my friends. They were entrepreneurs. I was actually teaching English as a second language at that time while I was traveling through South America. So um, I didn't start out with having entrepreneurial parents. My mom worked for a living. She was a housekeeper and my stepdad is a contractor. So essentially they weren't necessarily entrepreneurs. 
Um, but once I reconnected with these friends of mine, they were in the entrepreneurial space. Um, I got with them, you know, started hanging out with them and my mindset evolved at that point. So um, I started seeing life, you know, through a different lens and seeing that I was able to create that life too because uh, that friend of mine, we grew up in the same similar situations. We had the same background and so on. So it just kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I too would be able to create that kind of life if I wanted to. Incredible. So when you first started, you know, and you were introduced to the entrepreneurial world, was it VAs or was it, you know, because a lot of people, they get into the entrepreneurial world and they try their hand at a lot of different, hey, Forex, hey, you know, Airbnb, hey, Two Row, hey, you know, they try their hands at a lot of different things till they find a path that strongly resonates with them and, you know, makes them motivated and passionate. So talk about like your early experiences in the entrepreneurial world. Okay, so my early experience with being an entrepreneur really started at teaching English online. So I was a teacher in an institute while I, while I traveled, and then I delved into teaching online. So creating my own profiles, marketing myself and stuff like that. That's how it started out. And then I also got into MLM. So uh, I got into that as well, you know, kind of strengthened my whole mindset with uh, entrepreneurship as well. So that's how I started out. And then uh, one day I was talking to someone about my business and essentially they told me that I should get a VA to help me. Um, mm. At the time I wanted some help to edit some stuff for my teaching gig and they referred me to a VA. I didn't know what a VA was at the time. Wow. And this was in 2014. And essentially, as I did some research, uh, figuring out what a VA was, I realized that that was something I could actually do. Mm. Um, so I decided to become a VA while hiring a VA to help me with what I wanted to do at the time. So that's how it got started. Now, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people, I think they settle for being a VA. So what made you transform and evolve into you know teaching others how to be VAs and it seems like you're more sophisticated now you know versus the uh, person that is just offering their services and time to individuals okay so my business kind of went through a couple of evolutions per se um, I started as a VA and then I morphed my business into being specialized as a real estate VA um, offering service to real estate investors and real estate coaches and stuff like that also put me in another frame of mind as I saw how they were growing their businesses and stuff like that. Um, then I further evolved my business into providing a premium service, which was online business management. Okay, so I went into that, which is where I began to specialize in operations management. So as I provided this service, uh, 2020 hit. <laughs> I was providing that service in 2020 and um, essentially I had like a lot of people before that asking me for help here and there but I never really considered it so much to be honest um, but in 2020 when COVID hit uh, there were a lot of different people who needed help and I saw that gap 
and I decided that, okay, you know, this is something that I could essentially do. I am a teacher by profession. I started out being a teacher. So, you know, it was easy for me to kind of make that pivot and add on being a, a business coach or like teaching, training other people to start their businesses um, along with offering my services. Incredible. Can you talk about how your um, maybe Jamaican culture or your, you know, uh, upbringing kind of helps you to succeed today in, you know, maybe an environment that's continuously changing and, you know, expectations and the demands that are placed? <laughs> well, um, one thing I always remember from growing up being Jamaican is I have a little story. So. When I was younger, I was in high school, and normally we have this thing in Jamaica that's called youth service. It's a program where they hire you to work as a youth, you know, mm -hmm. a volunteer service and all that. So I was about 15 years old, and I signed up for this program. And I was so eager, so excited. Um, you know, I had plans for my, my stipend that I was gonna get and all that. So uh -huh. as I was there, I was waiting by the phone, waiting for them to call me, and I kept saying to my grandma, uh, nobody's calling me. It looks like I'm not going to get a job. And she was like, but you're not ready. Nobody's going to call you because you're not ready. I'm like, I'm ready. I sent out my applications. I did all the stuff. I went to the office. I got all they told me. She said, you are not ready. Your hair is not done. You have not ironed your clothes. You haven't even gotten a bag. She's like, she gave me a whole list of things that I didn't do to prepare myself. Wow. And I went ahead and did that because she said so. <laughs> She's my grandma. So I did my hair, prepared my bag, all the things, packed my bag. It was ready to be out the door, shined my shoes, ironed my clothes. And essentially, two days later, I got a call. Wow. That's been something that's been a part of my life ever since. I always consider myself to prepare for something that I want in my life, which has essentially brought me to where I am. I go into situations thinking, okay, if I want that, I'm going to set myself up, position myself to be able to get it. And it has worked for me. Um, I've seen that blossomed and bloomed a lot within my life. And also, I am a person of faith, which also comes from my culture and my upbringing. So that's also been a backbone to who I am today and, and what enables me to hold on to, you know, getting through the different steps and the challenges of being an entrepreneur. Incredible. Uh, you work with a lot of different people, you know, from maybe clients to VAs to service providers to coaches. What are the common characteristics or, you know, ways of thinking or, you know, patterns that you notice from the successful ones or the ones that are always able to keep growing and keep thriving? Okay. So I, I noticed that successful people are not afraid to fail. They, they will consistently try and try and try and try, you know, keep moving, keep going forward. Um, I also realized that the, some of my most successful students are the ones who are not afraid of change. They will not let fear stop them from moving forward. And essentially, you know, whether it's fear of raising their prices, fear of losing clients, fear of firing a client that has been toxic to them and they can't work with, whatever it is, they don't allow that to stop them from moving forward. They just take the next step and move on. Um, some of the most successful clients I've worked with, I realized that they set themselves up with like-minded people. That's one of the things I've liked about that. They surround themselves with people who are either able to keep them accountable or they're able to learn from 
or whether it's learning what to do or what not to do. So, you know, essentially I have learned that as well from those people. And even within um, people that I've worked with as VAs, um, as service providers, one of the best traits that I like and I think I've seen within that space is people who are self-starters, which I also considered myself when I was starting out, who didn't wait to be told what to do. You know, they were able to step into your life, put themselves in your position, and essentially see what it is that you needed and be able to help you with that. So those are some of the things that I have seen from the successful people that I've worked with. Incredible. Now, let's flip it. What are the characteristics or habits or patterns of those who are not successful or, you know, tend to, you know, fizzle out or fail or, you know, can't keep up with the changes and eventually fade out? What have you seen to be those uh, characteristics? So for starting out from like the service providers and it's most of the people who think that they're a success or in order for them to succeed, it's based on somebody else. They don't take responsibility for whether it's their job, whether it's being on time, whether it's their process. They don't take responsibility for it. They believe that, you know, you have to help them or somebody else is responsible for their growth and success. So essentially, uh, that's one of the things I see with most of the, the VAs or service providers that don't really go very far in the business. It's just because of that. They don't really own what they are and how they move forward. Um, working with clients, people who don't plan, Essentially, if they don't know where they're going, it's very, very hard to work with them. They have no idea what they want to accomplish. They have no idea um, how to accomplish it. And so essentially, when you work with them, it's very hard to find a direction for them. Um, people who are unable to let go. So that's a very one of the top things for entrepreneurs is actually letting go and allowing for help within their business. Definitely. So usually you find um, people who hold on too much you know, and thinking that they have to be in control of all of the things tend to be slower in their growth process um, mm. and how they succeed. Incredible. Uh, what part of the business excites you the most, gets you really revved up or gets you like really ecstatic to, you know, get out of bed and, you know, what part of the business or maybe community or people or, you know, the overall act excites you the most? You know, I was having this conversation with a hosting friend that I'm, I'm, I'm currently in another country, so I'm being hosted by a friend, and I was having that conversation this morning. Um, I was essentially saying, uh, he was asking, you were up so early, I never heard an alarm, and I was saying, I no longer use an alarm. I, I just get up, I am up in the morning, and it's, you know, I'm ready for work, ready for my business. Um, I like the fact that my life is impactful. Uh, that touches me most of all. Being able to see the growth process, whether it is for my clients or for my students, has changed my life. Being a part of their growth, being a part of their success, being able to see them move from not knowing what to do, not knowing how to move forward, to that clarity, to that breakthrough, and essentially being able to achieve their goals has I didn't know somebody else's success would be so impactful on me, but it has essentially changed changed my way of thinking. It gives me joy. I wake up in the morning, fine, spring. I, I haven't used an alarm in, in years, wow. <laughs> about two years now. So, you know, I love what I do. I, I enjoy my processes. I enjoy the people I work with. Incredible. 
if you could go back in time, you know, and talk to a young destiny, you know, beginning her journey into this voyage, what advice or strategy or direction would you want to point her in? Ooh, I remember when I was growing up, um, <laughs> I, I grew up in a poor family, you know, typical uh, Caribbean lifestyle, right? And I remember going to high school and I had like <laughs> the ugliest shoes to low, like the ugliest shoes ever. My wow. mom got it as a gift from someone that was abroad. And she made me wear that shoes just because of the strength of the shoes and because she couldn't afford to buy another one. Mm -hmm. I did everything to ruin that shoes. I kick it, I wore it in water, I put water inside of it, I wore it all the places I thought I shouldn't wear it. I did everything to ruin that shoes and that shoes stayed strong. Wow. <laughs> Nothing happened to it. When I essentially, as I grew up and, you know, became an adult and, and all, all of those things, I figured that being able to give myself the, the, the things that I wanted in life and all of that, you know, that was what it was. That was what success was. Being able to replace that story with I have tons of shoes now and life's good kind of thing mm -hmm. would have been it. But essentially it's not wow. so i would go back and tell a young destiny that be patient with myself first and foremost uh be patient with myself that success is coming and that my processes may not look the same as those of other people but it does not mean that my success is not coming it does not mean that i will not make it to where i want to be uh, my story is going to be mine and mine alone and sometimes it's going to be hard for other people to see it or to envision it. But when God has given you a vision, it's for you. And you have to be the one to actually go out there and make it happen. And sometimes you're going to want to take all the people with you. You're, you're going to want to take everybody. But sometimes that door only fits you. Only you are able to go through that door. And you have to go through it in order to have it open for other people. So that's what I would say to a younger version of me, you know? Incredible. Um, talk to us about your love of travel. You know, it seems like Oof. you like to travel to different places. And uh, talk to us about that that love of that experience and why you, you tend to do that. Uh, well, I've always been a free-spirited person. Um, I left home when I was 17 years old, <laughs> living by my own. So um, I've been doing that for a while. I love to travel. I love meeting new people. I love experiencing new cultures. Um, I think that it expands me as a person. Uh, it gives me insight into, you know, people. I've become a more understanding person, a more patient person as I have discovered, you know, how different people think, how different cultures operate, uh, that everybody's not the same, that, um, you know, everybody didn't learn in the same way and all of that. So, it has improved me and my mindset and um overall i i, I just love it <laughs> i love i love being out there and and seeing new things and um it's not something i thought i would have been able to do when i was a child growing up and now i can and i enjoy every minute of it <laughs> tell us about some of your favorite places to go to or maybe what were some of the favorite Ooh. places that you went to 
Okay, so I absolutely, some of my the favorite places I've been to so far. Um, I love Barbados. I absolutely love Greece. Uh, I enjoy the Turkey. Um, I love South America. I love the culture. I love um, the people. Uh, I actually lived in South America for a while, so it's a nice. place that I really find to be similar to home. Um, nice. And... Uh, I like like a lot of other different places for different reasons. There's a little bit of everything in some place that you know resonates with me and I think about. But for those that I've just mentioned, have been like at, like say the top of my list so far. Incredible. Uh, since you have a lot of experience when it comes to traveling, uh, those that are because tons of people are either afraid they don't know the the cuisine or they don't know like the local or the environment. What advice or tips would you give, you know, us that are not as frequently traveled as you, but do want to like be a digital nomad and kind of like, you know, traverse, you know, the countries and, you know, different ethnic uh, groups out there? Okay, well, you know, travel is simpler than a lot of us think. And mm. it's mostly because, you know, lack of knowledge develops fear. So essentially, when you don't know what it is, you feel as if you cannot do it. But it's easier than you would think. Um, I would say if you want to create that kind of work from anywhere lifestyle like I have currently, you have to set your business up in a way that that's possible. Um, you, if you, as an entrepreneur, you want to make sure some of the things I do it within my business is to make sure that um, I maintain a consistent time zone. So I'm always on EST no matter where I am in the world because mm. you know I'm able to maintain that. Um, I also ensure that I have my computer and my devices are always charged, you know, wherever. I'm always somewhere that I have internet. Um, when I'm plugged in, when I'm unplugged, you know, that's different. Uh, essentially, you want to make sure that if you're working with clients, one-to-one -one clients, that, you know, they know the changes in, 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 your, in your movement so that they're also able to do their schedules and so on but essentially for me it's not it's been very very simple um even like i have coaching calls and stuff like that i still i'm able to do all of my calls and i still get to do the sightseeing and everything like that i normally schedule my days around that so typically my work is done in the morning time i start my day at normally like 4:30. uh i'm up by four or five o'clock every day so once I'm up and do my morning routine, you know, my devotion, all those things, uh, then I jump in. So my, my work day is essentially finished by like 12 o'clock EST. And I have the rest of my day. I typically spend either with my family or if I have other things I want to do within my business or I go sightseeing when I'm traveling. So you want to build a business that's flexible enough and you also want to set it up where you have those kind of system and processes in place to be able to help you when you're not there, you know, automation, all of that. Incredible. Uh, I've heard you mention a couple of times, you know, uh, God. Can you talk to us about the importance of God in your life and what God means to you? Okay, so um, I'm, a, I'm a person of faith. I'm a Christian. And um, for me, I, I believe that uh, on my journey, I would not have been able to 
accomplish half of or even any of what I've done so far without my faith, without um, having that backing that I feel I have from that divine power. Uh, every person have, you know, something or someone or some whatever that they believe in. And this is what I believe in. I believe that, uh, you know, being able to, to get that guidance, my, my intuition, my, um, my know-how, that vibe, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, that makes you make those decisions and those choices and essentially sets you up for success. Uh, I don't feel like it just popped in or I'm not that kind of person that just believes in luck or whatnot. You know, I pray and I believe that my prayer works. <laughs> so essentially, um, as I pray and set my life up, I believe that I get guidance based off of that. And sometimes it's not always what I want it to be. Sometimes it's not always what I prayed for either. But I essentially believe that um, I'm led into my purpose and so far, it's been amazing for me. So I will continue to hold on to that belief. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, when it comes to, you know, your, your habits and routines, especially, you know, as a high performing entrepreneurial as yourself, you know, what, what are some of like the routines or habits that you or uh, maybe morning, evening, you know, night routines, afternoon routines that you do to kind of make sure that, you know, you are at the top of your game and, you, you know, you show up powerfully or you, you know, are able to handle the growth. So can you talk to us about maybe some of the things that you do that help your mindset and your spirits and your, your, your mentality? Yeah, for sure I can. So I don't know if you've ever read this book that's called Miracle Morning. Um, I read that book and uh, it kind of helped me to create a routine within my life. Uh, so essentially, I the concept of the book is to think of what, if you were to figure out, let's say, for example, if you had a very extremely successful day and you had to picture in your mind what happened that day, what led you to that successful day, what would that day look like? And mm. for me, most of my days start out, I, I wake up typically at the same time. Um, I don't have an alarm, so it's not a set time that I wake up anywhere between four or five, five o'clock every day. Um, I start my day with when I wake up, I meditate a little bit, then um, I always make my bed. <laughs> so it's a part, I enjoy that. It's a part of my process. So I make my bed and fix my stuff up. And then I have devotion. And devotion for me is I read my Bible, I pray and meditate on that. Um, and then essentially, after I'm done with that, I'll probably stretch a little bit. I do either Pilates or stretching yoga. Uh, once I'm done with that, then I listen to either a podcast or an audiobook. So that's what my mornings usually look like. Um, I listen more in the mornings just because I'm also moving around. So, you know, I'll probably be tidying my desk or something like that, whatever, while I listen to a podcast and, and get ready for my day. Once I shower and then I start my business day, I start with emails and stuff like that and get into, I do meetings and stuff in the mornings, as I said to you earlier. And um, typically I plan out my day. What I'm going to do, I usually have everything in my calendar <laughs> or in my ClickUp. So essentially I just follow what's you know on my to-do list and that's how my mornings usually start. Uh, for evenings, it's 
it's a similar routine but kind of a winding down routine so i finish my day at typically if i if it's a work day and i'm working an all day work day that typically ends at about like four o'clock um once that ends i actually shut down and turn my pc off and i don't really pay much t attention to social media once i'm offline i'd you know leave my phone and decide to do other things either i would read the book or spend time with my family or go out into nature or go walking or whatever go out and do something uh once i'm done with that then i get ready for bed so and i listen or read to something else so either i'm listening or i'm reading something else and devotion again and sleep time <laughs> so that's typically what my day looks like incredible yeah um as a woman entrepreneur you know there i think certain unique opportunities or advantages or you know challenges that face uh you know being a woman that is uh building business and you know engaging in a lot of uh interaction and engagement online and offline um can you talk about or specifically the question i have do you do men find that intimidated when they see, wow, man, she's built all these things and, you know, she's successful in her own right? Uh, or how do you see that interaction with men, you know, when it comes to you being a uh, successful business owner? Um, I don't really find that to be a thing per se. Uh, I guess maybe it's probably the type of people I am around. Uh, but I don't find that to be much of a problem for me personally um, in my day-to-day -day interactions. Uh, if I'm not, I'm not always like within every interaction talking about my business. It depends on what it is. So essentially, unless it's really someone that knows me and knows who I am and what I do, then it may not lead to that conversation. So, you know, I, I don't find it to be that case. Uh, people who don't know me and may find me on social media uh, may find it to be a little bit, you know, off-putting, just kind of showing up and uh, sliding in my DMs, as people say, these days. But um, outside of that, <laughs> outside of that, um, no, not really. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, talk to us about the serve plus profit biz academy um the vision behind it and kind of like talk to us about some of the experiences and you know what you've been able to do with the academy and you know maybe the people you've been able to uh, help with that okay so um i called it the servant profit academy once i got started because i that's something that resonates with me i believe that you should not only profit it's not just about money and I believe that once you're actually as support workers, because we're all supporters, you know, we all mm -hmm. support professionals. So as support professionals, we have to actually serve. We actually have to help. We have to give value. And once we're doing that and doing that well, then we will profit. And I don't believe that you should do that for free. I don't believe that, that you should do that for basic bottom dollar either. I believe you should do it, do it well, own what it is that you do, and essentially that will bring you to profit and bring you to accomplish whatever your dreams are. So essentially that's why it's called that. Um, so far, the community has grown a lot for me. Um, 
it's essentially coaching for done for you service providers and virtual assistants as you know and essentially that's coaching training there are also templates and stuff like that that we provide in like done for you templates that people are able to use to grow their businesses um, and the community it, it, it's growing day to day um, I have been able to help uh, a lot of different people from different countries uh, so far I've had students from maybe seven different countries I've had students from US Canada some in Europe I have had students from the Caribbean like Jamaica Barbados Trinidad and Tobago um, I've had a lot of African students too uh, Nigeria Ghana um, I've had students Kenya a lot of different places so it's been amazing to be able to interact with all of these different kinds of people I also have some Spanish students too because I do speak Spanish and I do have like you know um, some people who are coming from that uh, so essentially it's been great to be able to interact with them and to see them grow change their business and to be a part of that amazing uh, somebody comes to you and she says destiny I want to become a VA I don't know where to start help me how what's your mindset in terms of trying to get that person from new to you know serving and profiting from uh, offering their services and serving people okay so typically um, I have a conversation with someone that's very new and wants to get started it's more about what they have going on for them right now I believe in actually starting out your VA journey or your service provider journey using the skills that you already have so that's what I normally dive into first the skills that they have and how it is that we can monetize those skills how we can package and price them in a way that's valuable for both them and who it is that they're trying to serve and then figuring out how it is that they're going to find those ideal clients and get themselves started incredible um, outside, you know, let's say business aside, you know, what are some of the things that you do to kind of like, you know, relax and recharge and enjoy yourself and, you know, um, say, hey, you know, business for another time or another day and, and, and kind of like, you know, uh, you know, they say variety is the spice of life. What are some of the things that you do to kind of like uh, your hobbies or your interests outside of business? Okay. I enjoy making candles. Ooh, um, okay. so sometimes I do that I cook um, I love music so I always and I'm always singing don't think I can sing though I can't <laughs> sing but <laughs> I'm always singing um, so yeah I'm always singing listening to music I'm an avid reader so I love to read suspense novels crime novels um, I read a lot <laughs> I'm in a book club of all things so yeah, uh, and I travel. That's what I do. I spend a lot of time with my family and friends as well. So when I'm not working, that's what I'm doing. Incredible. Um, yeah. You know, just wrapping up, you know, for those that are out there and they're kind of saying to themselves, oh my God, you know, this, it was amazing. We love the information and, you know, they want to get started or, you know, they want to reach out. What's the best way for, you know listeners now and future listeners to get started with you 
Okay, so anyone that wants to find me can find me Destiny Brown Co on all socials. Um, you can send me a DM, always there to answer you. If you go to my website at destinybrown.com, you can send me a message. And I am always ready to help you. If I am not able to help you, I will suggest somewhere where you can get the help that you need. Um, if it is that you want to get your business started, I have programs that are able to help you with that if you're looking to get started as a VA or a done-for-you service provider. And currently, I'm also uh, going to start a program in August is my launch of my 2.0 course. It's essentially an Elevate course. So it's for persons who are actually already within the business and are looking to hit those 5 and 10K months. So um, the goal of that is to get you to be able to serving your ideal clients, making the income that you need, and leveling up your business. So if you're looking to do that, you can reach out to me and I'll be able to help you. Incredible. What's the difference between a VA and a done-for-you service provider? So essentially, a VA is, can be more like an admin person. It's, it's an overall name. But done-for-you service provider essentially covers all of the other things. You have social media managers, you have graphic designers, you have web designers. Those fall more under, under the service provider than it does for VAs. Mm. So like VAs are not necessarily specialized. They're kind of like a little bit more no. general administrative yes. kind of help you with tasks versus done-for-you. Incredible. Uh, Destiny, uh, any last words anything that you want to get off your chest anything that you want to say to the people <laughs> well one of the things um i would like to say as we wrap up is that i if i could do it any one of you who is listening right now it is also possible for you do not limit yourself based off of what your current circumstances are life change things change people change and no matter where you are in your life where you come from i'm jamaican I wasn't born this way. I grew into this person. So no matter where you are right now in your life or where you come from, you are able to accomplish whatever it is that you set your mind out to accomplish. So go after those goals. Brush off those possibilities and, you know, start going after them. Believe in yourself and don't give up. It's possible for you too. Incredible. Now, thank you, Destiny, for your sacrifice, your dedication. Um, your commitment, you know, your servitude um, to the masses because, you know, it really is amazing <laughs> for people to tap in to a resource like you and get started on their journey. And I think you're so advanced that, you know, everybody listening, you know, we're going to give you guys direct access and the links to Destiny so you can go ahead and get started. But you can see things from so many different perspectives. You can see where people are at. You can see where they are in the journey, you know, what kind of resource. And I think community is something that's key you know a lot of times it's like oh just buy this program and get started or you know very systematic but sometimes it's like hey look let, let's be a community how are you doing you know where right. are you coming from and you know engaging with people on the uh, emotional spiritual and a mental level deeper than oh business 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 and I think that you know we're seeing it more and more whereby people are uh, gravitating towards um, those that they have an emotional connection with. Um, Destiny, what does the future look like for you? You know, if you can envision maybe a couple months or a couple years, what do you want it to look like?
Um, in regards to my business or just overall? Overall, and I think, you know, the business is a component of that. <laughs> okay, so um, let's say in the next couple of months, uh, for me, um, essentially, I am traveling at this moment. Uh, the last month or last couple of weeks, I've done a couple of, of countries. So <laughs> I'm currently in Ecuador and um, I will be traveling to uh, other countries in the next couple of months as well. Uh, that's one part of it. The next part is I am having a launch for my um, evaluate. Uh, sorry, my lip is making a lot of noise right now. Um, so elevate you. So elevate to a premium service course is essentially happening this August. So I'm also planning for that. And my community is also excited for that kind of launch right now. Um, the community is growing and we are essentially happy for that. So as that happens, I'm super, super, super excited with all that that brings for me and for my community. Uh, for my other parts of my business, I'm probably going to be hiring a couple of people and essentially partnering with more people like you. I have a series going on on my IG right now where I'm talking to people who provide premium services in this space. So that's also a thing that's going on for the next couple of months. So essentially that's what it looks like. Um, I'm, I'm super excited, but this is my life now. So I, I really love it and I love everything that happens. So yeah, that's what the next couple of months will look like. Incredible. You guys heard it there. Guys and guys from Destiny Brown Co. If you're interested in becoming a service provider, done for you service provider, a VA, or you know somebody that maybe has started that journey or wants to attempt that journey, make sure you send them Destiny's Ways. Again, we're going to give you guys direct access and the links to her. Uh, somebody that's extremely seasoned experience so that way instead of you uh, bashing your head against the wall trying to figure things out instead you can be a part of a community and a group of you know like-minded individuals that are all progressing towards higher levels um, destiny again thank you for being here taking time out of your day uh, thank you for crafting yourself and discipline and nurture and we look forward to the very exciting future too as well Thank you so much for having me, Tulu. It was a pleasure being here and chatting with you. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, masterminders, until next time, uh, take care. Keep on masterminding. Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.